0: This episode of Cadillac Check, My Second Act, part two of our conversation with songwriter Greg Barnhill. What kind of money do songwriters make? Say like with a huge George Strait cut. I think that you'll be surprised and probably try to write George Strait a song some point today. And I can't say I blame you. Send it to George Strait, Karen Norma, and then just put the great state of Texas. Everybody knows where to find King George Strait, except for me. Maybe I should look into that. After our on, the egg hey, hey, hey. has been scrambled and is no longer the most liked post on the Instagram social media platform. The egg replaced by a post this past weekend, and the post racked up over 67 million likes on Instagram within hours of being posted. That and more coming up this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, now with 82% more sugar. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years at the same radio station. Welcome to my second act, my second act in life being podcasting after having worked on radio, nothing but radio my entire life. My second act, what are we? It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends, conversations that you'll have around the Christmas holidays in the family room or at the, 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 your Christmas dinner, conversations about current events, and pop culture, Music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to episode 325. Hello, Donna. Happy, happy Hello. Merry Christmas and all that.
1: Oh, yeah. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Um, yeah, it's Christmas week. You know, I think there's something about Christmas being on Sunday that you, th- it's giving me a false sense that I have a lot more time. You know?
0: I believe that because you think, well, but you kind of do in a way because you have all day Saturday.
1: Well, not me because I'm working, but yeah, but and I don't know what all's open, you know, on Christmas Eve. I was talking to a woman at the bank, and they're going to be closed on Monday because you know when it falls on a.
0: See, I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah, when it falls on a Sunday, we're we're they're, closed. To they're get their day. Yeah, we're closed on Monday. Not me and you. Our business, but my other business is closed on Monday. Are you Are you doing radio on Monday? Of course. Live and local. Uh, local. Yeah, local.
0: will be live on Monday.
1: But, yeah. Um. Okay. So. I was talking to a friend of mine about Christmas's past and like you know, when your kids get older, like they send you links. Like I have links which I love for because, presents. Yeah. I mean I just go and get it. Now what i am having to do? I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm having to do a lot of curbside pickup because I've missed that shipping window. But that's fine. That's also much easier. Yeah. You know, that was never a thing where you, don't you have could to just wait like, on the truck. Yeah, thank Not you. Not
0: wait in the truck like Hardy and Laney.
1: Thank you, COVID. Yeah. Not wait in the
0: truck, you wait on the truck.
1: But that was a COVID thing. Yeah. So thank you, COVID. Yeah. Um but I had to remember to, like, do all the stocking stuff. But I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was saying, do you remember when your kids were little and you would have to stage it all? And you had to, like, it was so important that everyone have, like, equal piles and stuff. And you were so funny, and she was saying her husband used to do the same thing because, like, moms always start in, like, before everybody starts even opening with, okay, now listen, your pile is bigger
0: because so and so got because X remember
1: it he got yeah, yeah he got that special aluminum back unnecessary that he's hitting with and that's three hundred dollars and then now your pile's smaller because you're getting your hair like this year Charlotte wants to get her hair more blonde and that's going to cost more money so I said that's fine but that's one of your Christmas gifts. That's not like, you know how, like, in December when you're like, I need toothpaste, and you're like, yeah, well, Christmas is coming. You'll you be in your stocking. Christmas is coming. But, I mean, like, some of these things that they want now, I mean, it's, it's a little pricey, you know? So fewer presents. And, and I, so I've got that kind of situation going on because we Will got a lot of clothes, and I'm like, he doesn't have hardly anything under the tree. That's life. That's life. I know, but it just makes you me know, feel bad. You know when you bad.
0: accepted the clothes early December, when you said, I'd like to take them now. Take them now. But they, 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 remember December 25th, Christmas Day, your, your pile's going to be small.
1: I know, but that makes me feel bad.
0: But it shouldn't, Donna. It shouldn't. My mother used to keep receipts. Literally, would keep receipts from every child's toy purchases, and would would
1: set, oh, it, I know set, it, set a limit. Yeah,
0: and then she would not. She would she would buy a, a piece of bubble yubble.
1: Well, I actually, no. She'd send me out to do that.
0: Well, but but to get it, if somebody was a nickel short. Oh yeah, no.
1: She would always be like, "Can you find Will something for eight dollars yeah. and thirty two no, cents? No, Mama, we can't. Just let's just call it a wash. Call it a wash. But you know, you do kind of like. I mean, again, I say this all the time, but, like, when you're in the midst of Christmas and all the craziness and your kids waking you up at the crack of dawn and, all, and you're like, ah! But, you know, you do kind of miss it when you get older because it's it's not as uh, exciting.
0: It's not. It's not.
1: You used to could kind of force everyone to get dressed in their cute little outfits and go do the candlelight ceremony. Remember when Will almost set that woman's hair on fire? I do, yeah. because yeah, he'd waving that candle all around. I mean, you know, because you just, it it used to mean, like, you know, everybody, you had the big family dinner the night before and everything. And it opened one present. Yeah. Yeah, we can't do that this year because I'm there's telling you.
0: There's not enough to around. There's not you enough to around. The next uh-uh, there's because, not enough go- but, but, but only because the gifts are more expensive.
1: I think I'm going to give them some lottery tickets the night perfect, before.
0: Perfect. Perfect. I didn't seek this episode out, um, but it rolled. I guess when I finished a recent episode on Spotify, it rolled back to about a year ago to Tuesday December 20 can't read my handwriting December 28th so the first episode after uh, Christmas last year and the name of the episode was the podcast you're already listening to which has no relevance to 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 what you're about to hear but that was the episode title it's interesting to me having heard that again this year how true it is and how it still stands today everything that, that you said specifically about christmas Last year in Atlanta, it was 73 degrees mm. on Christmas Day. This year it's going to be negative 10. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, what
1: that, happens to your heat when it's in, when it goes to the negatives?
0: Uh, uh, R.S. Andrews said the coldest. This is going to be the coldest Christmas in Atlanta in 40 years. Oh, and no. And they're, they're getting calls. Left, they oh, can't keep no, up.
1: don't even say Don't they put that up. out into the universe. If you have universe. an older system,
0: if you have an Stop older it. furnace, because they're, they're having to work hard. It's kind of okay. like somebody that, that's been a smoker their entire life. As they get older, oh they, have to, they have to work harder to breathe, you know? Yeah. And the, and the breasts aren't as clean and, and crisp as they should be. Mm. <clears throat> um, uh, I, okay. So, anyway, none of that's relevant to the clip you're about to hear from a year ago. The episode title, the podcast, you've already listening to or something. I can't read my handwriting there either. But from Tuesday, December 28th, a year ago, Christmas. <music> Let's talk about Christmas. Christmas sucked in our house for the most part. Oh, it was a great. I mean, it was an okay holiday. We got to spend it with the kids, and for the first time that I can remember, it was just you and I and the kids. We we, we didn't host anybody. We called everybody off Christmas Eve because you didn't feel well, and Olivia hadn't been feeling well, our eighteen-year-old daughter, and we did not want to run the risk of Nana, your your mother, my mother-in-law coming over. Yeah. She was very susceptible. She's in that, that, that high-risk category.
2: Well, and she had just gotten her booster. I don't know how, you know. And, and I I tried to get, like, um, a couple of the um, at-home COVID testing, but I couldn't find them. Can't find them. So I just, I did not want to risk it. Yeah, it was a different kind of it was. Christmas.
0: Your sister, we called your sister off, uh, Annette, and also our niece, Ava, who is 15 years old. And my mother wasn't here. My first Christmas without my mom. Very sad. I'll tell you, I, I, I did not expect it to be as... Tough as it was, I had I cried all day. I had to oh, leave. No. I had to. I'd check. You know, I'd leave a room because I didn't want to. You know, I, I didn't want to bring everybody down. But uh, I would. I would suddenly just be gone and just you know go into the bedroom or go outside and just. uh No, and I don't. I don't minute. know
2: that that feeling ever leaves you. And I'll tell you, I had a tough time um, with it too. And I didn't tell you this with your mom because the night before Christmas. Um, when your mom would come down we would always kind of, don't take this wrong, we would always laugh at you because you would, you would just disappear and we'd find you asleep in the bedroom and me and her in there wrapping gifts and trying to get all the you know what stuff like set up and she was very like she she loved Christmas as much as I did like the whole you know getting everything set up for the kids um, situation and so we would spend a lot of time like getting those kind of vignettes done. It makes me very sad. Um and just like a lot of the things she cooked and, and brought with her and, you know, all of those things that you and I used to laugh about or you take for granted with your parents or, you know, there was one Christmas when she was here for a month and you and I were like, oh, boy, um, that's a lot of coffee cups and stuff. But, you know, you you'd give anything to to get those back. And same thing with the kids. I um, I thought a lot about it. This was Olivia's last Christmas before She goes away to college. Will wasn't here because he, you know, he splits his holiday as we want him to. He was here for Thanksgiving. And he was with his mom for Christmas. And I was sick. I didn't feel good. It just didn't feel like a normal. And it was hot. That was the other thing. It was like 75 degrees outside.
0: Seventy, yeah. But it was just it was weird. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it was just kind of weird. 15
0: degrees, but normal.
2: But you know, it was it was a good holiday. But I think everybody that I've talked to kind of felt the same way because I will tell you there were very few people that I spoke to that didn't have to change their plans. This was nothing that like was just to us, us um, that didn't have to change their plans because of things that were going on. And I just um, I think what it taught me and what it continues to teach me is that the world is changing and the world has changed and you just have to find a way to make it work and make it be positive, you know, for you. But losing someone never gets easier um and the holidays are always a tough time so I knew you were struggling and you know it will get better I don't really know if it will to be honest with you you know people used to say that to me when my dad passed away and I don't know that it ever really 100% gets better it just gets more able to sort of deal with it you know but we laughed. Our kids, it was funny. Olivia, who is our 18 year old, actually stayed up and wrapped presents. She didn't wrap her own presents, but she wrapped like your <coughs> presents and my presents <coughs> and Charlotte's presents. And she was a huge help. And, you know, I just, um, I worked a lot this Christmas. And so I was like kind of beating myself up because so I'm like, oh, I didn't do a lot of like baking or anything like that. But, you know, it is what it
0: is. Can't, that's right.
2: And that's right. I think we are all so hard on ourselves trying to make like, every holiday just picture perfect and you know what all these kids want to do is spend time with you and we had plenty of gifts and we had plenty of great food and we had plenty of great time together so every holiday is different
0: it was a good Christmas yeah it was I want to redact what I said earlier it was a great Christmas you know what because we had each other so the point being. You have a good Christmas when you have family, when you have food of some sort, and when you have gifts, and you have heart, and you have love. That's what it's all about. And by God, I'm going to try to take that message into this week as well. Here in Twitter. <laughs> we're really hard. Uh, a year later in 2022, I guess. To, uh, I know it was such a good moment, wasn't it? And then I just kind of had to be a smartass like I always am.
1: I mean, I still haven't come back from to my christmas cards from covid i took I took time off yeah, but you now i have I will tell you I have gotten a a juicy Christmas letter that you not not juicy in a good way, but one of those that you're just going to we can't read it because this person listens to the podcast, and it's not anybody that lives in our neighborhood, but it's a friend of ours it's I'm just saying it's no one around like okay. directly around us, right. but I'm just saying like because does it, that
0: person listen to the podcast
1: the person does uh-huh
0: okay well they just they, you just yeah.
1: and her mama does okay. Well, no, the person who wrote the letter. But right. millions of people who listen to the podcast have written a Christmas letter.
0: Right, okay. But this one like, have is they sent them just. To us? Have they sent it to us?
1: Yes, no, and it's, it. it's just a lot. No, 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 they mailed it in the mail.
0: Right, you, you miss the point. The point is, the person listening right now that doesn't live near us, that has a Christmas letter, that sent us a copy of said Christmas letter, now knows that you are reading it with great. Uh,
1: I, I'm not, I'm not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, Here's the other thing was um, oh shoot, I can't remember my brain has just gone south, completely gone south.
0: What anything else on that topic?
1: It was something about you uh oh, in the Christmas letter, but I can't remember I oh, will anyway
0: uh speaking of the letter, uh real quick, uh, you just you just
1: uh i I sent you into a good
0: place uh well, where you could remember uh, something um January seventeenth elon is that's that's the end date is january seventeenth so there, there there will be an issue of the letter i uh, be as, as, as thin as the uh, the Noonan Times Herald. Um, but um, there will be an issue, 144, I think, this Saturday, and we'll do them through probably the week before the 17th, and then I don't know what we're going to do. But just uh, that's that's that, okay?
1: Well, I mean, you got to figure that out.
0: We do. We have time. We have plenty of time. There are about 900 things in front of what to do with the letter that Elon right. has taken away Review, the platform we use for the newsletter. Oh, well, we we'll just go back to the old one. 900 things ahead of that. That's not even really. Uh, All real. right. Not even on, uh, not even on the old radar. Not even on the old radar, Donna. All righty. The egg is no longer the most liked Instagram post in the history of Instagram. Did you ever Did you ever see the egg? No. That was posted. It's just a very simple photo of an egg. Somebody posted. Um, I, we could do our research and.
1: Why was it so liked? Just because it. it was simple.
0: Yeah, and it was one of the first, it was earliest post I believe on Instagram. It's kind of like if you if you look at listening to the episodes of this podcast, the the heaviest numbers, the biggest numbers are in the beginning, uh huh. Because people have had time to listen over the course of three years to go, you know, go back and got it. All right, so the egg is no longer the most liked post on Instagram. What is happened last weekend?
1: Okay, let me think. Um,
0: all right, moving on. It was a post by a man named Leo. Messi.
1: Oh, yes. I love him.
0: Okay. From Argentina. They won the World Cup. Yes. He posted this on Instagram. Picture of him holding up the trophy, which he slept with, by the way. He kicked his wife out of bed. Well. The night after they won. But,
1: I mean, he has been wanting this trophy forever. So, I can kind of understand that.
0: Really? Oh, yes. Okay. That's the trophy. And he's holding it up. This is the post that he did. That now has received more likes on Instagram than the egg. And I had the numbers, but I don't have them in front of me. Well, that was interesting. And the next time the Men's World Cup is played... It will be here in the United States, and the first time since in North America, the first time since um, I had that statue, Donna, and I don't have it in front of me, hmm. but uh, quite some time. We'll go with that, quite some time. A while. Yeah, a while in North America. Did you see the photograph of the parade
1: It was in crazy. Argentina? Oh, my God, Five it's crazy. Five
0: million people. That's the city, that's the population nearly of the city of Atlanta. I know. I think it's eight, but but nearly. No,
1: it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's
0: like spaghetti junction.
1: But I mean, I would be out in the middle of that, wouldn't you? Well
0: they had to pull they had to stop the parade. And I
1: don't know what I'd be singing, but like bola, 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 bola. Like whatever they say, you know? Well, let's look
0: that up, see what that means. It could be offensive to our Argentina listeners. I don't think so. Well, we don't know though. Uh, it looked like spaghetti junction to me. They had to stop the parade, pull the players from the buses, and then they put them in helicopters. And flew them around above the crowd. So they keep their their selfies with a a helicopter.
1: It was time for all Messi to win. Messi he is not. What What do you know about him? He's cute. Adorable. Okay,
0: but, but, but in, well, give he's, me a little he, more substance.
1: He's like the goat of soccer. I mean, he's just, you know, he's the, everybody's been wanting him to win. And, I mean, okay, Charlotte and I were in the nail salon when this was going on. this um,
0: the, the final game. The final. Yeah.
1: And it was crazy. All these people in the nail salon are yelling. They're so excited. We were so excited. I didn't even know who else. I mean, I, I love the Parisians, but, I mean, like, whatever. Just like, yeah, I'm all about it.
0: You can't find his jersey anywhere. sold out around the world. So if you had somebody that suddenly wanted a Leo Messi, Argentina, Team Argentina soccer jersey for Christmas, you're not going to find it anywhere in the world. Many people will indeed be home for Christmas that thought that they would not be home for Christmas. Here's why. 112 million people expected to travel for the holidays, and many of them will face serious delays, if not cancellations, because of the weather. Around 5,000 flights, 5,000 flights could be delayed or canceled because of this, this storm. You're here in Atlanta. We're focusing on a, a 30 degree temperature swing in five hours. Uh, uh, wind chills uh, uh, negative 10 to 20 some days below freezing for 72 hours here in Atlanta. The numbers and the the the, the sound bites that are coming out of the storm as people prepare for it are, are frightening. But it's not just Atlanta. It's the entire nation. Donna, there are 270 million people in the lower 48 that will experience temperatures of 32 degrees or below during the Christmas.
1: I'm just not going yeah, I, I am not going outside.
0: The low, if you're listening on Upload Day, today's the 22nd, I think. Is that right? Yes, 22nd. Uh, tomorrow, the 23rd. The low's 11 degrees.
1: I think my, I think my blood's
0: thin, too. I just get
1: so cold. What does that
0: feel like? 11 degrees. Well, we're what
1: about to find out. But what does it feel like? It's yeah, cold. We, it's cold not,
0: as hell. We've not been in the teens in Atlanta in six years. Yeah, it's cold.
1: It's cold. i tell you what I keep saying to you. You ready? Uh, uh, yeah. It's cold. What did I say?
0: It's cold, cold as Chris Dingle's. Yeah, it's. Pringle. It,
1: exactly. It's cold as Chris Dingle's.
0: No, it's Chris Kringle's. Okay. Chris Kringle's dingle.
1: Chris Kringle's dingle.
0: Let's get that right. In Alaska. Because it's got to land right. It's got to land perfectly.
1: Okay. What it's cold as it? Chris Kringle's dingle in Alaska.
0: Why in Alaska?
1: Because it's cold as hell there.
0: It would be the North Pole, right? Yeah. Change that. And, okay. your jo- and then your joke's oh you your set. Well, then it's a perfect joke. <laughs> Okay, right, try right. try okay, to get from are. the top. It's cold. How, as, how cold is it, Donna? Oh my God! Okay. How cold is it, Donna?
1: Oh, it is as cold as Chris Kringle's dingle at,
0: at the, the North Pole. At the North Pole. Okay, at, you, inter- you, in, you
1: interrupted me.
0: I want I want your joke to be perfect, and I want other people to be able to it. I'm me.
1: not seeking perfection.
0: Okay. Do you want to um, do you want to address Twitch?
1: Well, I think we talked a little bit the other day about just mental health and like what's going on. And I've thought a lot about this. I was telling you about it. And it's really made me start thinking about things as far as mental health is concerned in a whole different way. And it's kind of like, and I, and I have done this too. So I, again, I always call myself out. This is not me like, Hey, when you do this or when other people do this, this is annoying. I do this, but you know, he was such a happy guy. Like I watched, supposedly I watched him all during COVID. It was kind of like Leslie Jordan. You know, like just his dances with his wife, Alison Holker. They met on Say Thinking and had Dance. three kids, I think. Had three kids. Um, and he was obviously the DJ on Ellen's show. And, um, but just, when I say he was a happy person, he brought a lot of joy to other to, people.
0: To, to, to other people. With his dancing. Key. Yes. To other people. With
1: his dancing. But what I've heard a lot of people say to me is, or just say in general, like on social media or in different places, you know, why? Why would he do this? Like, it's so selfish. And, you know, could he just not get help? And, like, why, why couldn't he treat this? And, 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 you know, this is just, it's really bad that he did this. And I don't disagree because I know he leaves behind three kids who, as we have talked a lot in this podcast about, you know, anytime a suicide happens, there is a higher risk that if, if you're a child of a suicide, of a parent who commits suicide, that you will do the same. Um, there's also a lot of questioning that goes along. What 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 could I have done differently? Maybe maybe I was part of it. Was I the reason? But I've also started to think of it in a way of like I was telling you, like if someone had breast cancer, you would not say to them when they passed away, "What, what did you not get every treatment you could get? Did you not fly to Sloan Kettering? Did you not... You know, did you not get a different doctor? Did you do all the things you were supposed to do? Did you eat a right diet? And the reason you wouldn't say that is because it's an outward-facing illness. You know, you're probably going to lose your hair. You're telling people what you're people going know through. That you're suffering. Yeah, you, you know, people, they may even participate in your treatment in some form. Um, depression and mental health is on the inside. But just because you can't see it manifests itself on the outside. And sometimes you do. i I, I dare say that a lot of times... Um, depression, it shows all of your body. I mean, you can have physical pain, you can depression and, and anxiety can cause you physical pain. Um, but a lot of people mask it very well. And, you know, just because they mask it, it doesn't mean that they're at fault. It means that they're trying to cope with their illness in society. And so I've just thought about it a lot lately that like, because especially with him, I think so many questions came up. of just, why would someone who's that happy, you know, do that? Why would he take his because life? Because he's not happy. Well, also I also think he was dealing with a lot of stuff. Well, and he
0: alluded to that in a suicide note. Uh, there yeah. was a note found. Um, yeah. Investigators determined he took an Uber to a hotel just one mile from his home. And before switching his uh, phone to airplane mode, making it impossible for anyone to contact him or track him uh, he wrote a note where he alluded to quote past challenges and that's all the media is saying yeah right now
1: and you know that you know when I don't
0: know when you and leave I hope that's all they will say
1: yeah I mean I th- you know when you leave a note like that too then it 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 makes people question and wonder and go to the worst places well,
0: no, and- no, no, no. it was more detailed than that but but the media is just not reporting yeah. in depth they're just saying that it alluded to past challenges he didn't use those words the media yeah. is the, 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 I, I, I don't know I don't know.
1: yeah and you know i know his wife I, you always think about the person who is you know, we don't know we don't know if if he was dealing with something on an ongoing basis you know this may have not been the first time that she had had to deal with this or that you know he had threatened to harm himself or something had happened but she went to the police station immediately and you Why know, she knew
0: she knew i think she knew Big
1: you know problem. and yeah. and that's a tough place if you are a spouse of someone who you know i've said before who deals with um you know a mental illness or addiction or any type of thing like that you know you're hurting just as much because your anxiety level is so highly peaked all the time because you're just constantly worried am i going to get that call is this is this when i'm going to get the call are they actually going to do something this time or that you know it's just um it's It's sad, and I think we all have to continue to look after each other. And, you know, I I read something the other day that was just shocking, and it was like 30, I think it was in the 30 percentile, I'll try to find the article for next week, but of college kids who've gone away are coming back because.
0: Coming back from college? Yeah, because they're
1: having so much, so many mental health challenges. Um, And I think a lot of that comes from sitting in your room for two years and being your best friend, and, you know, watching Netflix, and not leaving, and so um, I think it's hard to flip that switch sometimes, and get back into society, and again, I think there are a lot of people who walk around and say, what do these kids have to be, you know, depressed about, depressed about? they have it so much better than we do, but again, hey, Sam, sit down. Sam, it's kind of falling into that same pattern of just, you know, they do have a lot of anxiety.
0: Well, so, and you cannot dismiss the pandemic no and i'm the last one to use excuses especially a pandemic i I don't necessarily believe it there was something i don't know that it was to the degree to which the, the government wanted you to believe it was but that doesn't matter that's not what we're talking about what i'm talking about is i think that you cannot dismiss the pandemic and the the um the mental stress
3: and wear and tear
0: that it put on your brain and put on your mind and put on your life and took just years away yeah uh, it was depending on what calendar you look at, but let's say let's call it two years uh in that two year period what did we say in a recent episode we we saw the research that uh, you you had ten personality changes that normally yeah. would take place over the course of thirty years. you had that happen in two years in two years you can't dismiss that cannot dismiss that um two days before he took his life, he was decorating the Christmas tree with his wife and kids,
1: but I think that's part of it you know what I mean right, that's my point
0: that's my point is. You're able to push through knowing the end result, whenever that may be, is going to give you relief.
1: But I think that's scary too. And I know we've talked about this before too, that like I find that very frightening, but I understand it. Don't get me wrong. Right. I understand how you can, but I think it's, that's what makes people so uneasy because, you know, there's some people it's done, who is done with ease. Well, and there are some people who do say, I need help. I need, you know, I need help. I need help. But then there's other people who, you know, she may have asked him a hundred times, are you okay? Are you doing okay? And you're always going
0: to say, well, "Are you?" You're going yeah. to say, yes, here's why. You, you, know, you don't want to be interrogated. You don't want to answer tough questions like that.
1: You know, are you taking your medicine? Are You You know, I don't know. It's just, a, it's quite a burden for the other person as well. Of course
0: it is. Of course it is. And it's a, uh, listen, I, I, I think it's a very greedy thing. I think it's probably one of the greediest things you can do. I truly believe that. But oftentimes people feel as if there is no other, uh, there's no other option. There's no other option for whatever reason, or, or laundry list of reasons, plural. There's no other way than that. But that's why we've
1: said before, sleep on it. Let the sun come up.
0: Of course you can. Of course you can.
1: Because you may feel differently the next morning.
0: True. And, and do that. Do that for sure. Um, How do we get to gallery furniture from this? But great conversation. I, I think, it, you know, I, I hate that it's holidays so we have this conversation, but I think that
1: well, I think there's a, a lot of struggling. This, yeah, it's
0: the most the most trying time of the entire year for people that struggle with mental their mental health and their mental well being. It sucks.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, well, I just saw Donna this week, and I just love seeing her. I love seeing her, um, and she's doing great. She had taken her mom to um, get some of her treatments done, and she's just a good daughter. You know, she's a
0: great person. You know, when when we took the week off last week, the first week we've ever taken off in, in three years from the podcast, uh, she she sent me a text every day. Very sweet. Every day. Yeah, she's I, you know, a great Janet friend. You know, Janet Rogers from, you know, all of our sponsors were so, because we had, listen, I had to, I didn't have to clear it with them necessarily, but I had to make them aware before we, you know, did what we did and let's take a week off. Um, but, but I, uh, every day I got a text message from Donna.
1: She's great. She's yeah. a great friend, um, which would make her a good business partner because who doesn't want a great friend as a good business partner? You know, like if they're not a very nice person. are we
0: par- buying in a gallery?
1: Well, but I'm just saying, like, as a, no, for you, if you're going to buy from someone, like,
0: you oh, know, I see yes. If
1: if you know someone's like owns a business, but they're like a crusty old crud around town, why you want to spend your money with them? You know, just to line their wife's pockets so she spend can up, just spend it with the good people. So she can just go get more gold and jewelry and stuff. No, spend it with real, honest, kind people who are doing the same thing that you're doing in your community. Donna has raised. Kids in this community, she, her, you know, she has worked in this community, she's lived in this community. Small business
0: owner, female. And, this and is I'll female. tell you
1: this, she has the best grass in Gainesville. Donna, what? Every. There's body, good grass in Gainesville. Oh my God. Everybody, when they find out where she lives, is like, oh oh my God, you live in the house with the most beautiful sod. I that. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Sod. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: So she's got that grass going. All right. I don't think they said that about our, our sod.
0: No, we have none. 0% financing is available. Guaranteed credit approval is available. Donna's going to get you guaranteed credit approval. Here's how she does that. You get six months on the job, and you have a checking account. And bam, you're, you're qualified. You are qualified. That simple. Donna has great relationships with uh, several banks. She's going to get you qualified, okay? And she can get you a 0% interest, too. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Pedro Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman on Instagram. The follow is at... Uh, the followers at Ask for Wolfman Furniture. At Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, everybody. Gallery Furniture for your support of the podcast since S one E one. That is Season One, Episode One. We must also thank uh, Brightmore Healthcare for their support of the podcast. Plus, Ford and the F one hundred and fifty. The Ford F one hundred and fifty built for tough. The F series the best selling truck on the road. And Delta. When you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. Explore over three hundred episodes. It'll be three twenty five. This episode three two five. Explore three hundred twenty-five episodes of the My Second Act podcast, and explore three seasons of the My Second Act Hype Song playlist. When seated safely and comfortably, just engage the infotainment system. Are we? Add, do you have a song? I don't have one.
1: Um, let's just we'll just this move along. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll just move on. on. I I
0: move on. on. Have, let's add a Christmas song. Add okay. a Christmas song. What is it? Um, I'm going with Hard Candy Christmas. I love that one. I love that. I
1: don't
0: that have one. it. It's so, Hard Candy Christmas. Or is it Code of Many Colors? Which one is the Christmas song?
1: It's yeah, you know, that one. Hard Candy Christmas.
0: So I'm going to Dolly, what I you got. Song what you got? What are you going to do? The the, the, the the barking dogs doing jingle bells or
1: something? No. Uh, what well, how's it go? A uh, hard candy Christmas. Okay, sing it.
0: I did. I'm, I, I'm.
1: I'm trying to find out what I want for my Christmas song. So hold on, just please. Uh, no. Why are you telling me what to put on my song for my Christmas thing? Um.
0: I can mean, go ahead and do some audio credits. Get those out of the uh, way. Here while you, while
1: you wait. Okay. Wham. Well.
0: While, while you look, uh, to subscribe to the letter, very simple. Uh, guaranteed issues through at least the uh, 15th, I think, of January. And after that, we're gone because Elon's Elon has, has stripped us of review, the platform we use, to piece together, cobble together the letter each Saturday. Hit your inbox at 910, absolutely free, to subscribe, text, left. You know, what? actually, don't even do that. We should not even do this hit because we don't know what's going to happen. So uh, let's hit, uh, hey, did you know that you can download complete Full episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast on the My Second Act YouTube channel. Mm. They auto populate at midnight Tuesday and Thursday, just like uh, the, the, the episodes do with Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you wherever you consume your podcasts. Now you can listen and enjoy Cadillac Jack My Second Act on YouTube. Search for My Second Act. That's the handle for the page. All mm. right, we ready? Or should I find another promo? Uh, I'll find another promo. Okay. Uh, hey, join me each afternoon, three to seven, for the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack on the Bear 92.5. So uh, three to seven Eastern. Not uh, not two to six and not four to eight, but uh, three till seven.
1: Do you want to talk about how you felt on the, the stairs? The drive at
0: five. The drive at five. When does that happen, Donna? Nope, not seven fifteen. Happens at five. It's not the drive at seven fifteen. It's the drive at five. Okay. Download the free Bear app in the Apple Store or Google Play for free and uh, listen anywhere in the world. Search for the Bear nine two five. Dun 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 dun. we dun, dun. need another promo. Um, well,
1: I want you to talk about how you felt Donna, on the it's stairs. It's a
0: Christmas song, please. Lord Jesus, just tell us a Christmas Well, song. I just
1: want something from Brett Eldridge, but I don't know. Like He's that. got an entire album. Okay. So let's do, mm. um, uh, well, let's uh, see. Um, okay. I have a sinus infection,
0: and it's just in the left side of my face. And the stuff that's coming out of my nose okay, I don't talk resembles about this. in
1: both. Stop it. In both, both Please stop. Those, uh, stop. Both
0: substance and color.
1: Okay. Stop. Stop and stop.
0: Honey mustard sauce.
1: Okay, hide. It does. Stop. I'm going to do, I'll be home for
0: Christmas. Okay. Wonderful. From Brett Eldridge. There we go. Decision made. Decision made. Thank you. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Clear. <laughs> you're crazy. That's what you are. I love you, but you're crazy. That shit crazy. We're up to the uh, part two of our conversation with Greg Barnhill. In this conversation, Donna, we talk about write a word, get a third. You brought this up uh, pretty recently, in the past two weeks. So the past four episodes about songwriting in Nashville. And I guess it applies to, not, it, to anybody, anywhere, not just Nashville and country songs, but any song. If you write, literally write a word, do you get a third? That's the question. You're going to get the answer from Greg Barnhill. We're also going to talk money with Greg. If you get a George Strait cut that becomes a radio single, becomes a number one hit in what's called a power gold, PG. Power gold meaning one of the songs you're going to hear until the end of time on country radio. What does the songwriter make for like a George Strait hit, Donna? What do you think through the years? What do you, what do you accumulate in cash? Like for a, uh, I cross my heart. Oh or wow! A, uh, what, uh, you know the firemen, or you know the, the songs oh, that have been around, that, for, one. that have stood the test of time. Truly stood the test of time.
1: I would think that, that you would get over a lifetime.
0: Uh, over yes, over the, yeah, the life of the yeah, yeah, sure. Uh,
1: Four thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. Four thousand dollars. Forty
0: thousand. No, no. Four hundred. No. Millions.
1: Yeah. Four million.
0: We just get millions, millions. Four million. Or just millions. Me. Million. Also, we talked with Greg Barnhill in this uh, segment. You're going to hear right now about songs that have have taken the turn and gone commercial in commercials. What is the biggest example, what is the first example, Donna, of a song that went to a brand, okay? It was something from Aerosmith, the Beatles. In your mind, though, what is the first one you remember? What is the biggest one that you can recall as we sit here right now? Oh, Like a Rock. Donna, hang on, hang on. Oh, my God, hang on, hang on. Did Did I get something right finally? Hang on, hang on, hang on. You ready? Yes. Ring-a-ding-ding. Yeah. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. We talk about Like a Rock from Bob Seger. You know, there was a point in time when that wasn't no longer it, that was a Bob Seger song anymore. It, it was a Chevrolet a a song. A song. Yeah. That conversation's coming up now. Songwriter Greg Barnhill. Here are some of uh, the biggest hits from Greg. Trisha Earwood's Walk Away Joe do, with Don that Henley. That you got a Grammy nomination. John Barry, she's taking a shot. Amy Grant and Vince Gill with this one. And Tim McGraw, one of my favorite Tim McGraw songs of all time from a Place in the Sun. He wrote this one for Tim. a minute. I forgot that you don't love me. I wrote it with Kim Carnes, and she did uh, backup vocals on this one with Tim.
3: Anymore. Welcome,
0: Greg Barnhill, to the Cadillac Jack, My Second Act Podcast.
3: I just had a, uh, a weird thing happen. Where we uh, My wife was, on the, 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 she was in the living room one night. She uh, pulled off the song. She goes, did you write a song called The Will of the Wind? And I said, yeah, well, that was a long time ago. A guy named Jim Photobo sang it. And it was huge overseas, it had like a hundred, close to a hundred million views or something overseas in Indonesia and the Philippines. <laughs> I didn't even know about it, you know, so that's the world we live in today.
0: So you, so you got mail. You got, you got mailbox money?
3: Yeah, exactly, that's what it yeah. You, you make sure you get them out there where people can hear them, as a writer. You know, I have, I have people that plug my songs for me. And I have people that also call me up. Go, hey, you got any songs for this or, or that? And I, right, you know right. And So I, generally, you know how we get our songs cut these days. You know, there are song pluggers that you can hire, and, and uh, but but you know, pretty much when you're when you get established, people come to you because they know the, what, they know you for what you do yep. and what you've done, and so they ask you for those kind of things. So I've shot
0: miss several times. You've hit more than you missed, though. You know, you truly, have, yeah. man. You're you're just uh, thank God, yeah. So good at the craft. Yeah. So good at the craft. One of my, one of my favorite songwriters, uh, in Nashville, who was just quirky. I think that's the best word for him. And I always heard that word mm-hmm. in, when conversations about Dennis uh, took place. Dennis um, lived in the in in the mountains uh, of, of 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 Tennessee, I guess, and and he'd come down the mountain about mm-hmm. uh, once a year. Those songs that um, were, were remain huge hits today. But how, how would you explain the writing of Dennis Lindy?
3: Like you said, quirky, but quirky. You're not going to get it out of your head you know what I mean and that's, and that's the magic of that he had
0: the hits of Dennis Lindy like include Elvis love burning, her, her, and sky,
3: burning Joe love
0: Joe Diffie's John Deere Mark Chestnut Bubba shot the jukebox last night Sammy Kershaw's Queen of a Double Eye. Chicks, it was Dennis Lyne who wrote "Goodbye Earl." Dennis didn't like people. Uh, Dennis wouldn't come right down. He would send somebody down the mountain with a sack of songs that he had just written, and word would get around town. Quick. Because Greg, everybody knew that if you recorded a Dennis Lyne song, you could be set for life. So many artists that uh, recorded Dennis Lundy songs, and this is just a sampling of the many huge hits that Dennis had uh, through the years. But alarms would go off. Get to Seventeenth Avenue quick. Dennis Lindy just sent a sack of songs down the mountain.
3: He, he was quirky and memorable. His songs spoke to themselves. His, his work spoke to him. You know, and he, he, just, he was just a monster songwriter. You know, his songs still get. You know, they're, they're still out there. They live on.
0: Is it literally write a word, get a third? Or is there, is there flexibility? Is there movement? Is it a law? Is it a respect
3: there's, thing? Is it an understanding? It's a respect thing a lot of times. You know, my opinion is, you know, there, there'll be times when there'll be a writer that, that may not have contributed very much to the song. Uh, you think they haven't, but they really have. Because I'll tell you why. Because the song would not be the song the way it is without that person's input, period. Without that person being in the room. My, uh, you know, a, a, a word for a third works in my world because, uh, you know, that without that person's energy in the room, that, that song may never happen the way it did. It may never became what it, what it became, even though they may have contributed a line and we wrote most of it. it doesn't, I, don't, I don't count words and, 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 and I don't really want to write with people that do. You know, I don't really like that, that philosophy. My, my philosophy is energy of people. The, the energy of that person being in that room and, and and all of us being together and doing what we did, that made that song happen.
0: Is, is, there, is there an example of a time when you truly felt as if somebody just didn't have their heart in it, or they were just having a bad day and everybody has them? Do you have a conversation with that person or do you just let it go?
3: Yeah, well, I've done that actually. I've, I've, I've had conversations with people like that. Where 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 I sat and, we, uh, you know, uh, Walkaway Joe was that, was that very kind of thing. Where I, you know, I I started the song and I, I came up with the first verse by myself. And the guy I was writing with that day didn't want to write anymore that day. So I said, "Can I?" Out of courtesy, I said, "Can I keep this cassette?" Because I I really think this is cool. And I, I, you know, and he said, "Fine, yeah, sure." You know, it was, it, and it was like, and we read some great stuff too, you know, that particular writer. And so uh, moving forward, you know, you know Vince and I, I had the piece of the song and. Vince melamed and I were sitting here and we were writing one day and we were kind of fumbling around for, for something to write and pulled it out and, and and uh we wrote the whole song and it was one of the, like I said it was a couple hours we had a not well, maybe less than that we had we had walkaway Joe you know and and the drama was started out from that first verse and we just wrote the song and we wrote a story we both contributed heavily to that I mean equally on that uh, Vince and I did on that. So that was, uh, you know, toe to toe. Now, yeah, I've been in situations where I've been in a room with somebody and they, you know, they, they just did, they just wanted, it wasn't their day. The song, you know, it, it, it made it, but it was like, well, you know, I, I didn't, I never went back and said, hey, you, you know, you deserve less. And you know? right, right, right. I've had people do that to me now. Really? You know, I've, I've had people yeah come up and ask me if I would take less because I, you know, Get no, I I won't because I believe in that energy thing. Now I practice. I think you know everybody should. Every writer should do that. If you call a writer into a right, hey man, it's you know fair game. That writer's there and that, and his presence is there it's or her or her presence is there. Understood. Now, people may talk. They may talk among themselves, and somebody may say like, they may bow out and go, look, I'm I'm not. I, I didn't think I contributed. So you guys go ahead and 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 take this one. You know what I mean? And that's happened before. You know
0: Has that ever happened to you, where you bowed but, out and then it became a huge hit? No, no, okay. I, never to me. But I've situations. Yeah. yeah. Question we get most often, Greg, is yep. what does uh, what does somebody make off a song that's a huge, huge hit? What does the songwriter make it's over over the years?
3: You know, it's a you know a George Strait song, or I mean that's millions. You know, that's like you know that that's a gift that keeps on giving. Sure. You know what I mean? Because because it gets picked up for commercials. It gets picked up for, uh, it, uh, it drops into a movie. You know, it never stops being a part of, you know, um, of color culture. So that's the great thing about song, great songs, is that they weave themselves into our culture, and, you know, and they keep getting picked up. What about a song like Bob Seger
0: Like a Rock, which Chevrolet had for
3: oh decades? millions and millions of millions. That song made so much money for the producer, for, for, for Bob Seger, for everybody in the chain. And, you know, and it still is a part of Chevy, you know what I mean, it's forever Absolutely. branded. You're brainwashed you know, with it, brainwashed. What, you're, you're, you know, you think of Chevrolet, and even younger guys know that. You know, even the younger crowd knows Like a Rock. Well, I know what that song is, it's a Chevy
0: commercial. There comes a point in time when, when songs like Like a Rock from Seeger, they, they no longer are a yeah. pop Seeger song. That's that's the Chevrolet song, you know, and that, that, that yeah. turn does happen quite often.
3: Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing for an artist because it's like, hey man, you're assumed, you know, you're Mount Rushmore, man. That's the great thing about a great song, man. You know, it's just you know, that's why I say, man, write the people that are writers to write the best song you can write. Don't worry about the market. Worry about writing the best song you can write that, that moves people, because the market will find you if you do that. Well, you advice. know? And, and you write just write great songs. Try to write the best song you can write, and try to write songs that are going to make people laugh. Try to write make, make songs that are going to make people cry. Make them move, move them. You can't just put words together and try to and rhyme them and try to make, you know, people like it. You gotta really write about something, you know, and something that particularly happened to you. You know, a lot of stuff happened to me and, and you know, and I write about it, you know, and, and I tell tell the story about, I wrote a song about the girl and, and she you was know, like a, you know, a breakup song basically. And she didn't, it went, went right over her head.
0: <laughs> but spent, like, spent hours on it, didn't you, you know?
3: <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Saved over it. And, Thinking, wow, she's just really gonna move <laughs> I'm her. gonna win her back, and I put really heart into it, you know. But the thing, what I would, have, what I want to say is, you know, you just write the best song you can write, sure, and that's what will ensure the success of you, you being a great writer and stay, having staying power.
0: Thursday night, this is uh, you enjoying a cotton covering. Uh, just, just a, a piece of a song that uh, you wrote that uh, Joanna came up on stage and uh, performed with you. And then I want to ask you a final question about this. Well, I bet you- Joanna Cotton laugh it's, 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 it, you can't, you can't miss it anyway. Funny, song, uh, recorded by Vince Gill and, and Amy Grant. And and you told the crowd Thursday night that originally sting was set up to, to record with yeah. Amy Grant, And you said you, you had a great line, man. You said I could care less as long as Walgreens plays it.
3: Yeah. That's what I say. You know, yeah, Wal, Walgreens are the, uh, or, or, or uh, the gas pump. Yes,
0: know. yes. That's man. I I just howled yeah. when you said that line. I thought that it was so so funny and so yeah. true that, that yeah. you, you you as a songwriter can walk through a belt, you can walk through a Walgreens and hear hear your song and just go ka-ching every single time. You know,
3: yeah, I mean, you know that you, it, you, and that's the great thing about you know. That's why I say you write great songs, man. if people remember them man, and they're very you write you know something really hooky and memorable like that, and and that's what what, what it's all
0: about. Hey, listen, go download uh, Backstreet Boys. It's a very Backstreet Christmas. Uh, it's available now. If you're traveling this week yeah. for, for the holidays uh, and you just have time for one song off the entire album, then let me strongly suggest that you download uh, Christmas in New York, which is uh, written by our friend Greg Barnhill. And uh, it's great to see you Thursday night, you and Joanna both. I, I you know, I, Every now and then, I just got to give me a dose of Joanna Cotton. Um, and, yeah, man. It, it was last week for me, and uh, she's just she's good for the soul. you know. And it was great to see you as well, yeah, man. Yeah. And
3: appreciate and, it. Thank and you, like,
0: man, Thanks, Greg. Right, take care. Take care yourself. All right, All right man. Thanks. Greg Barnhill, don't forget, Greg also wrote uh, Christmas in New York, which is the current single for the Backstreet Boys, could uh, become the number one song in America this week. And it's on the very Backstreet Christmas project, the first Christmas project they've ever had on.
1: I love that. And that's surprising to me. I will tell you, I heard um, the other day, I heard Walk Away Joe somewhere, I think I was like in a Publix or something. Yeah. And I was actually listening to the words, which I'm a big lyric person. I know I used to listen to them, but I was like, this is so sad.
0: Well, there was an example you heard Greg in that segment say that that song was one example of write a word, get a third. Yeah. Uh, where, where he started writing that song in a session with somebody and the other person just wasn't bringing it. You heard I'm not know, I yeah. it, You just heard it. But, but, but he said, listen, I'm going to move on. Can I have the cassette? Shows you how long ago that song was written. Can I have the cassette, the demo that they worked on, the cassette taped on? Remember those when you used to get like oh, yeah. 24 of them for a penny?
1: Yeah, and your boyfriend make you a mixtape. Yep.
0: All of that, all of that. Ringing in uh, New Year's. Have a great Christmas. It's coming up Sunday. Ready or not, here it comes. The birth of... Uh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, indeed. Happy birthday, Jesus.
1: Did I get a ring-a-ding-ding for that one?
0: All right, here we go, darling. Ring-a-ding-ding! Jesus' birthday. Okay, well done. So that means that one week from Sunday, it is New Year's Day, which means... It is New not Jesus' birthday. No, New Year's Eve falls on a Saturday. When was, mm. Can you remember the last time it fell on a Saturday? I uh, probably no. can't, because... I, no, I you, cannot. Just, your memory was erased. Yeah, by mind and all kinds,
1: all
2: of stuff. sides,
0: just sorts of uh, illegal things.
2: Okay, I know. Huh? No, no, all
0: right. Um, yeah. Saturday night, New Year's Eve, week from this Saturday, Saturday night. the uh, The thirty first is the date exactly, and we would love to celebrate ring in twenty twenty three with you here in awesome Alpharetta. Uh, there's a list that's being uh, uh, every day is being updated. It's a rolling list of. What kind celebrations and events and parties? And well, I think it's just like places
1: people want to get in on the fun. Like, they're like, oh, my gosh, if everybody's doing this in, in um, Alpharetta, then we're going to do it, too. We're going to have something. So um, everybody is having something. You can go to that fantastic, what, what do our kids call it, the Mercantator?
0: Uh-huh. Mercantile Social.
1: It's the Mercantile Social, but our kids used to call it the Mercantator.
0: Mama Ditty, the Mercantator again.
1: Now, that's a fun place.
0: Right there on the corner of uh, Milton and uh, Highway 9, North Main Street. But the rolling list updated daily at awesomealpharetta.com. All right. If you want to do something with the kids, we got you covered. Awesome Alpharetta. Uh, if you don't have nine kids, you're in the minority here in the city of Alpharetta.
1: You still have time to have more.
0: Uh, true that. True that. Um, uh, so you have uh, a noon year's eve for the kids. You got uh, a great celebration for the kids. And they think they're done. And they don't know mom and daddy are getting dressed up and going out. We're going to have dinner. Do we know we're going to have dinner?
1: Uh, you got, that you're setting the whole thing up?
0: Oh, I, yeah. Of course. I, I know that. That was a trick question. Of course. Yeah, Um, but it is
1: true because like then you know like if you do New Year's Eve with your kids and then you come out all dressed up, Mama comes out. They're like, "Where are you going, Mama?"
0: uh, We already did it. We already did the thing, right?
1: Wait, where are you and Daddy going?
0: Out all the town
1: makes kids nervous. I'm telling you. Yeah.
0: Um, So regardless of uh, what you're looking for, you're looking for big band music. You're looking for um, you know smaller venues. We're not venues, but you know jazz club like a Velvet Note. Yes, we got so great. Whatever you're looking for, you're gonna find it New Year's Eve here in awesome Alpharetta. The list continues to be updated every single day at awesome come play while, well, stay well find your awesome and awesome alpharetta uh, at that website you're also going to find a list of 30 partner hotels that are going to take care of you you're going to get big discounts big, this is big, the last big,
1: thing you want to do on new year's discounts. Drive.
0: no well you can't
1: yeah you just want to stay where you are even if you're from alpharetta you want to stay there but if you're from a surrounding city
0: stay Ring-a-ding. big 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 discounts on partner hotels 30 of them at awesome regardless you know they got something for every budget for every price point uh, if you want to uh, you know jump out a pile with your friends after after the night out, then they you get you a big suite somewhere. Uh if you if you if you're watching money and you want to get a uh, something a little more a uh, little more uh, economical, practical, then we we can they they can help you there too. 30 Partner Hotels, awesome We'll see you here as we bring in 2023. Audio for this episode of Cadillac check my second act from a shit ton of people. Um, I have one question. Yes, go ahead. Um
1: if you saw this email. Okay, if you saw this email and this was the um like, you know, the little line that comes through that tells you kind of like, line. yeah, subject line. Um, vitality handbell choir performance. Are you well, into for that?
0: Explain, of course. Explain what vitality is. Vitality it's, it's is the, assist, drug.
1: It's the assisted living place where my mother lives. Yes.
0: It's not an ED drug pill.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, handbell choir performance. I'm all, all in. When is it?
1: Well, it's been canceled.
0: Oh, Christ. Really? I yes. had that on my calendar.
1: But they do have them. They have the choir members um, listed. Mm. Huh. Okay. Why did it get canceled? Mom should be in the choir. She used to sing in the choir. We went, went to like the cantata. Like like we went bird. to the cantata every like a year. Bird she, sang. she can. Bird. She can play a bell. Um, she used to get in the game. Why did it get canceled? Well, let's see. It COVID. Says, they're going to say COVID. No, it says we need to cancel this concert due to holiday plans. What does that mean?
0: Well, they're having the big dance bet, at the same time.
1: No, it sounds like almost like like the choir members are are, 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 askew. are
0: they're, Well, they're leaving.
1: Yeah, they have holiday plans and yes. they they cannot. A coup. They can't strap their bells on.
0: Uh, audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack My Second Act from Joe Diffie and uh, MCA Records for John Deere Green. Mark Chesnut and MCA Records for Bubba Shot the Jukebox. Um, what else do we have, Donna? Um, I thought we had more. Uh, Dixie Chicks, yes, uh, for uh, Goodbye Earl. And uh, what was her record label? I don't recall. Uh, Sammy Kershaw, Queen, I'm a double-eyed. I am a double wide. i do not recall Sammy's label either, but uh, God bless him. Thank you for your grace. And using the song, who was Elvis's label? Do you know? Bernie Love uh, and Elvis Audio. With
1: Sun records.
0: I think that's it. We're going to go with all that. All right. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. And uh, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. of can't like Jack. My second act. Part of the Appen Podcast Network. <laughs>